us about it. Uh, I want to honor Mrs. Rep, and so just keep that funeral service in mind, if you would, please. Joshua chapter 4, just like to read a little bit, beginning in verse 1. And it came to pass when all the people were clean past old Jordan, that the Lord spake unto Joshua, saying, Take ye twelve men out of the people, out of every tribe of men, <clears throat> and commend ye them, command ye them, saying, Take you hence out of the midst of Jordan, out of the place where the priest's feet stood firm, twelve stones, and you shall carry them over you, with you, and leave them in the lodging place where you shall lodge this night. Then Joshua called the twelve men whom he had prepared of the children of Israel out of every tribe of men. And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord, your God in the midst of Jordan, take you out every man of you a stone upon his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you, that when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean ye by these stones? Then ye shall answer them, that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord, when it passed over Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. Then go on down, if you would please, to verse 21. And he spake unto the children of Israel, saying, <coughs> Excuse me, When your children shall ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean these stones? Then verse 24, That all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty that you might fear the Lord your God forever. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, would you bless the reading and studying of thy word tonight to everyone here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I, uh, I don't know how you feel about it, but it really bothers me. And I was thinking much on this thing in the last couple of days especially. Uh, the people is tearing down the monuments uh, that uh, was raised up to honor people in our country. And uh, uh, there's a reason that people is made statues of. And that's because they have done something unusual and the country or the people is honoring them. Now, when you read this story, and verse 21 said, And he spake in the children of saying, when your children shall ask their fathers in time to come, saying, What mean these stones? If you tear down every monument, if you tear down everything that has to do with your background or your country and all your heroes and all your ones that's gone before us, what are you going to tell your children? Where we came from and so on. Now, all of them not good. There ain't no doubt about that. But it's, it doesn't matter for good or bad. It's still our history. And, and we got to live with it. But uh, what I want you to see tonight, there are sermons in stones, uh, such as millstone, milestones, and gravestones. And you could write over every cemetery what mean these stones. Like one gravestone was written on, upon a bench before the door, he sits with his weak and starry eyes. He sits and looks for straight before the grave that holds his daughter lies. Dark, paused mass of severed rock, 
deaf, blind, and seared to sins and rain, a shattered grave stones time-worn black, black that only shows the name of Jane. Now, uh, only God knows what all these stones and cemeteries and all of them mean. I do know that I have, uh, uh, when I have funerals and go out in the graveyard, especially up in West Florida where I was born, they have big stones for everybody. And uh, they have one, especially that I always like to go and read on them, they're logs. They're, they're just logs. And there's a society of the logmen. And you go read, and they got stories that tell it. I never will forget one. I wrote, here lies so-and-so, and he was shot by his best friend because he was caught running around with his wife. And they're right there on his gravestone. I mean, the whole thing, you know. And you walk a little bit further, and here's another was hung uh, by the neck until dead because of what he did. And you tell the whole story right there on the gravestone. And uh, the gravestones do tell a story. And uh, you ever day, here's a dearly beloved grandmother or grandfather or mother, and, uh, it just tells a story. Now, according to the Word of God here in Joshua 4, uh, these 12 stones, which represents the whole of uh, the 12 tribes of Israel, are all the people of God. They were piled up here in Gilgal where to teach the next generation of Israelites what God had done for their fathers. Now, verse 22 and verse 23. Then you shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over this Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God drieth up the waters of Jordan from before you until you were passed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up from before us until we were gone over. Now, uh, these were witnesses. These were memorials of the past of God's blessings. And I wonder when we are going off the scene, how many of us will leave a memorial stone for the next generation of something good in our life that we've left them. Now, some things that these stones speak of for you and I today. What mean these stones? First of all, get the setting here. Moses, God's leader of his people, is dead now. Joshua is called to God, of God to lead his people instead of Moses. Joshua chapter 1 verse 1 says, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Now, how would you have liked to have been in Joshua's shoes? I've thought about it many a time. Over two million uh, people that he had to be responsible for. Remember now, they had been wandering in the wilderness for 40 years now. And all of the men of war age is dead now off the scene. Uh, they've been left there back in Egypt. A new generation has been raised up. This is not the same people that experienced the miracle work of Jehovah God in delivering their fathers from Pharaoh's slavery. They had not seen what God did through Moses before Pharaoh. Now, uh, you get to the lead them on. You get to encourage them in the Lord. That's what God had told Joshua to do. But God had told Joshua how to have good success in doing this. Joshua 1 and verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, 
and thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Now, God had told Joshua to simply read and study the Bible and do what the Word of God said. Then we come to chapter 4. Joshua's about to cross over Jordan and fight God's enemy at Jericho, that great wall city. And before we go, Joshua says, Take each man that is head of each tribe of Israel, a stone, out of the river bottom, where it is dried up at the priest standing in Jordan, and pile these twelve stones up where you camp on the other side of Jordan for a memorial, a witness, a testimony of how great our God is. Five things I believe these stones spoke up. Number one, they spoke of bondage. Now these stones lay buried in the deep, dark, rolling waters of Jordan. The waters overflowing and imprisoning them within the deep and dark bosom. So, uh, were the Israelites in Egypt was the same way. A type of the world Egypt is, and a type of the sinner. Back there, they were in deep, dark oppression, slavery, persecution. They floated over them. Now, watch it. That's where we're at today. Now, according to Ephesians 2 and verse 9, it says that every one of us is in the slavery of sin. They're imprisoned by sin and iniquity. The stream of worldliness flows over us today. Now, first of all, these stones speak of bondage. Now, according to Romans chapter 3, verses 9 through 19, sin will imprison you like these stones at the bottom of Jordan. That's the first thing they speak of. The second thing, these stones speaks of helplessness. These Israelites down in Egypt could no more save themselves from the slavery of Pharaoh than those stones could swim. Left there, out of the river of Jordan, these stones were utterly helpless. And so were these Jews under Pharaoh. It's the same way with the lost sinner today. The Bible says, can a leopard change his spots? The answer is no. Think about this. Who can make a clean thing out of an unclean? Who can make life out of a dead thing? You and I can't do it. No, there's nobody can do it but God. Ephesians 2 verse 1. And you had the quickened who were dead in sin and trespassing. There's only one who can save a soul from sin, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ our Savior. We're helpless, and it's lifting out. I was talking to a man just this week about helping somebody, and I said, buddy, you're going to have to come to the place because he was real discouraged. And I said, you're going to have to come to the place. You can't do it. Don't you understand that? You can lead them to the one who can. Jesus can do anything. Amen? He can change anybody. But you can't do it. All you can do, you can worry yourself to death trying to change somebody. You're not going to be able to do it. But God can. Now, these stones speak of happiness. Thirdly, these stones speak of discovery. Look at verse 23 with me. For the Lord your God drieth up the waters of Jordan from before you until you were passed over as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up from before us until we were gone over. Now notice, for the Lord your God dried up the waters. This was God's way of making these stones known. 
these stones would never have been noticed by man unless God had dried up the river. Uh, this mighty people, the Jews, these Israelites, two million strong, were hidden under Pharaoh's bondage, helpless and weak. But when God destroyed Pharaoh and the Egyptians, they were set free. This also is a type of the sinner being set free from sin. John 8, verse 36. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. In John 8, verse 34. Jesus said to them, Verily, really, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is a servant of sin. John 3.18 He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Now remember that first day after you were saved from sin and its hold on you, when you first discovered the new you, born again, can't like sin anymore. Now that's what these stones stood for. These stones were taken out of the deep, hidden, out of sight, set out for memorial, and they stood for, I'm set free from sin to the world. These stones also speak of deliverance. These twelve stones were taken out of the middle of Jordan and carried on the shoulder of prepared men and laid down in a lodging place. Now get this, just anybody couldn't carry those stones. These were picked out men to do that. That's a perfect picture of salvation. We're carried out of bondage into rest and liberty on the shoulders of the chosen one, the Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke chapter 15. Exodus 33 in verse 15 tells us God's presence is a carrying presence. He carries us along. In 2 Corinthians 1 and verse 10, who delivered us from so great a death and doeth deliver in whom we trust that He will yet deliver us. In Psalms 40, verse 2, He brought me up also out of a horrible pit and out of a miry clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my going. That's Jesus carrying us along, us sinners along through this world. These stones also speak of testimony. Now, these are memorial stones, signs of what the Lord had done. Once they were buried and useless in Jordan. Now they're exalted in witnesses of Jehovah God. That's exactly what we dead stones brought to life in Christ Jesus are to be. Now, I started off saying a while ago about the people that's tearing down these memorials and tearing down these things. Now they're starting to tear down churches, desecrating churches. And did you hear on the TV just a while ago, maybe if you heard the news, that they're going to start breaking out all the, the stained glasses of churches because of that, that Christ was a, uh, against everybody. And He was an instigator of problems in this world. And therefore, they're going to tear down all the statues of Christ. Now let me give you some. They can tear down every memorial, brick, church, everything else. But they can't take us away. Amen? We are memorials in flesh of Christ Jesus. Brother, I got news for you. As long as I got breath, I'm a, breath, I'm a testimony that Jesus is alive. Amen? Uh, that, this, this is nothing but a building to me unless we're in it. But when we meet together, the Bible says where one or two are gathered together, I'm there with you. Amen? Amen? Then it becomes something. 
but to, to have a statue and all this kind of stuff and, and trying to do away with it and do away with our past. I like to think about my old grandpa every once in a while. You know what I like to think about him? He was six foot four, big old German man, had a handlebar mustache. I never will forget it. He used to drink milk and do it this way, you know. Clean it off. I mean, I guess it's good. He he pour, he drank coffee and he'd take his cup and pour it in the saucer and get it cool and drink it out of the saucer. And I I thought that was the neatest thing I ever seen. I tried it and got burned a few times. I quit. But I wanted to be like him. I mean, he was my hero. I remember everybody talked about Doc Strong. They named him Doc Strong up there in West Florida, and, and uh, he he was mean. I mean, he he worked a bunch of people though. He had a big farm, and everybody looked to him for help and and guidance all the time. And I thought to myself, it wouldn't it be something if I couldn't remember my grandpa? Wouldn't it be something if I couldn't remember my daddy and mama? I'd like to go out to my grandpa's grave every once in a while and just read, Here Lies Doc Strong. Amen. A memorial. I remember my grandpa. That's what this is for. Now listen to me. Acts 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and the uttermost part of the earth. You know why I wanted to cross on top of that steeple out there? I want everybody that goes by this church and notice I didn't put Jesus on that cross. I just put a simple cross. But I wanted, when people go by out there, this is not an ordinary building. This is God's church. And that cross out there stands for the Lord Jesus Christ. And and somebody goes by and says, they must talk about Jesus in there. They must uh, celebrate the Lord Jesus in there. It's a memorial to somebody, and that person is the Lord Jesus. I don't want that done away with. Amen? And these great churches across this country, this country mean something. And the people that has gone on before us, these stones were to be witnesses of a rolled back flood of wrath, of the uplifting and transplanting power of the grace of God, you are witnesses, the Bible said. Now, what mean these stones? Verse 22. Then you shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over this Jordan on dry land. You know, I went up to Washington, and I was never so disappointed in my life. In the, in the history books and everything, I had it in my mind. Such a great place. Such a great place. And I got there to the pool, you know, that uh, uh, mirror pool, and, and they were swimming in it. And in that big uh, fountain out there in front of the White House, there were people in there wading around in it. And I thought, man, they don't know to do that. They don't know to do that kind of thing. That means something to me. That's my forefathers that's gone on before me and left this stuff behind me of what has been done in, my, in this country. Now, listen. I believe this with all my soul. We are stones for the Lord Jesus as memorial of what He has done for us. I look back and I'm so glad this country is not what it used to be. Amen? I mean it. I'm so glad that we love people now. I'm telling you, boy, when I was a little boy, 
They, they were some mean people. They didn't like people. They just fight, carry on all the time. I don't want to do that. I want to remember what that mess was like where I don't do it now. That's what it's about. And these stones that he's talking about here was raised up for one purpose, that we might look back on them and say, praise the Lord, we ain't what we used to be. Amen? I like this. I read this one. I've read it to you many times, but I like it anyhow. A gravestone says, Here lies Pease. He's not here. This is only the hub. Pease has done shelled out and gone home. I like that. Listen to this one. On a gravestone. As you are, I once were. As I am now, you want to be. So make sure you come after me. Somebody wrote just down below it, though. Before I come after you, I know I must know which way you went. Amen. And and that's what it's for. It's to it's to let people know that when they see these things, what has happened before. I want my grandkids to look up to me. I would hate to be. I'd hate to fall over dead here or just die any way you want to, and never be remembered again, wouldn't you? I mean, I want to be remembered for something. In order to stand for something, where they'll be remembered. And that's what these stones are for. We're to remember our past that we can be better than what we used to be and be memorial for the Lord Jesus. Amen? And that's what it's for. Stand with me, would you please? Heavenly Father, help us to remember whence we came. Lord, David said, Help me remember the pit from which I came out of. Help me remember that sinful place that I came out of. I'm not down there no more. I'm a child of God. I'm different. And Lord, I pray that you'll help people understand what is going on in our country right now. And if you work in people's lives, Lord, only you can change them. And I pray you will. But in the meantime, help every Christian to stand as stones for memorial that we're kind, we're gentle, we're Christians. Bless us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much for being here tonight.